Welcome to Just Joy Conversations, where I seek to unite, inspire, and enlighten regardless of what you look like or believe or who you love, one conversation at a time. Check out my introductory podcast on JustJoyConversations.com to learn more about my vision. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the second season of Just Joy Conversations. We're starting off with fire tonight. We're going to be speaking to a lot of different people from a lot of different places about a very common topic that people love to speak on, which is dating. But the title of this podcast tonight is Dating for the Ages. And basically, we're going to be looking at dating, modern dating, from the perspective of people from a variety of different age ranges spanning from 20 to the 60s. So without further ado, thank you everyone for being on the podcast tonight. Let's learn who we're going to be speaking with. And we're going to start by the age category. So we first have Team 2.0. So who we got for the 2.0 people, which is AKA 20 to 29. My name's Nicole, everyone. I'm originally from Alabama, and I'll be representing the 20-year-olds. And where do you live, Nicole? I currently live in Gastonia, North Carolina. Okay. Real quick, everybody, my name is Terrence. I'm from, originally from Atlanta, Georgia. I currently live in Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. Dirty 30s, ages 30 to 39. Hi, everyone. My name's Kaylin. I'm originally from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And I'm currently in the beautiful, sunshiny state of Colorado in Denver. Okay. And I'm Ryan Holdeman. I'm also in Denver, Colorado. So perfect. The 30-somethings represented by Colorado. Love it. (laughs) Yes. And okay, the sporty 40s. Hello. My name is Jackie. I am born, raised Dayton, Ohio. I'm Mike. I'm from Dayton, Ohio. Woo-hoo. My hometown. All right. 50-50. I'm Dee and I am originally from California, but I currently live in Hickory, North Carolina. All right. Gary, this moved to Jacksonville. Part of this storm, some name where I live in. Okay. And then last but not least, Sexy Sexies. Well, ain't that sweet. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Lita Calvert. I'm originally from Denver, Colorado, and I reside in in Charlotte, North Carolina. Right. And my name is Steve, and I'm originally from Flint, Michigan, by way of Chicago, Illinois. Uh, I currently live in uh, Atlanta, Georgia, where it's sunny every day, except on Sunday. All right. Okay, so we're talking about dating. The first question that I actually have for you all is, since people can be down on dating a little bit, first question, and we'll just go by your age group, is where do you actually meet people to go on dates with? How have you met people? Has it been online? Has it been at the gym, at church, at Walmart, at Red Light? Where have you guys been meeting people that you've actually been on dates with, I'd say within the past two years or so? I'd say a variety of places. 
because I'm like the young girl. And I love Target. Like, that's where you can find us at Whole Foods, places like that. Like, please come in Target Circle. That's where I'm at. But like random places, I prefer more of like an impromptu setting. So work, church, I've met them some of them everywhere. I recently this year got into online dating for the longest. I was totally against it. Still kind of sketchy a little bit. You got to meet me in the daylight, sir. Cause like, no, but yeah, <laughs> I've met people a little bit of everywhere. <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll come back to how that experience has been in a minute, but Terrence, mm-hmm. where have you met people? So I'm the same way, a little bit of everywhere, mostly probably school and college at church, of course. And just being out and about, you can't meet nobody if you don't go outside your house. So you got to meet somebody. I know I'm not like Nicole. I am solely against online dating just because, you know, I need to know who you are. I don't need to be out here catfished by nobody. <laughs> this is why you get a burner phone number. You don't give people your exactly. real and you meet them in daylight. That, that's doing too I much. a whole so burner I, number. I just prefer to meet you in person because we ain't got time for all that. You eventually meet him in person, you know, your background check him, of course. Like, <laughs> oh boy. Yes, I, I used to do that too. I ain't gonna lie. Okay, dirty 30s, where do you meet people? Mine is usually, I'm a very active person. So it's usually whether I'm doing an activity, whether that's skiing or kayaking. Uh, but most recently in the past, like in that timeline, it was a second job where I worked radio. And we did remote broadcasts and I switched shifts with somebody and I wasn't even supposed to be there. So it was very much a very random place, very random time meeting. I would have to echo in the preference with our 20s here that I'm very weary of online dating. I'm a fighter against it, but also open-minded to it. So just echoing that. Okay. Mr. Ryan. I mean, I would say I've done not done a ton of online dating. I've I've not loved that I'm just a profile rather than a person in that context. And so I'd say I just meet people out in the world. So I've gone on a lot of dates. I've sat next to people on airplanes and we've gone out later or, you know, just, yeah, out in the world. I'm a chatty person. I like learning about people. So I haven't found there's a lack of opportunities to go on a date, just like being a person in the world. Okay. Sporty 40s. I think uh, for me, it's just been pretty much anywhere, any medium, whether it could be social media, it could be online dating, it could be at a club, it could be at a sporting event on a plane. You know, if you travel, online dating is not that bad because you can meet people in other places. And then when you get there, you may decide, you know, if the conversation has been good to like maybe meet up and spend some time, maybe get to know them or whatever the case may be. So I don't think there's a perfect setting. I think Church for me is a little off limits because I don't want to mix my praise and my other things all together like that. So I'm a little leery of that. But outside of that, then it's pretty wide open. Okay. And for me, I'm with you on church. I'm with you on that one. Now, see, I was going to say something a little different. I have met people at church, but it didn't happen till after church. So I had, you know, have someone come up to you and be like, praise the Lord. You know, how you doing? My name is such and such. You know what I'm saying? And then you might find that person. He came back to church. <laughs> so you see somebody came back to church and be like, you know, when I was here last time, I introduced myself, but I would really like to get to know you type deal. So that's how my experience was with the church thing. But I haven't really been dating a whole lot, but 
<laughs> the last time that I did, it was someone from the mall. I was at the mall shopping and they were at the mall shopping and it can be anywhere. Just like everything everyone else said, it can be anywhere. Online dating, I find myself, I am not a fan of it. Had a cousin like, get on there and, you know, check it out. There's some nice guys on there. I find myself flipping, flipping through the... <laughs> Well, I'm like flipping, flipping. I'm flipping, flipping, flipping. Like, no, no, no. And then I'm like, am I picky or is it? So you'd be swiping you know, left and right. Like, yeah, but yeah, that's it. Okay. Shifty fifties, Mr. Weir. Okay. So I, am I the only one that encourages online dating? Because it's not like everybody's against it. <laughs> not against it, but they worry about it. Like for me, I think that being a male, it's okay. I mean, I say it's okay. You don't have that many issues like a woman would have. Joy, as you know, I travel a lot. I'm always gone. So a couple of things. I just moved back from Germany. I was living in Germany. I didn't want to, when I was there, I was always gone. So I, it was hard to establish a relationship when you're always traveling. Mm -hmm. So I rely on that, on the online dating piece. And then the other thing about it is when you do meet, I do like German say you meet people on, on the plane and this and that, but the problem is that I find a lot of women are against long distance. Okay. Ms. Didi. Well, I mean, I'm kind of with Gary in the sense that online is probably the main area. I can say I usually don't last real long <laughs> once I get on there. Uh, probably similar like Jacqueline, like, no, 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 no. And I can definitely say in the past couple years, I have dated very, very little, probably from a few different, one being someone who I'd been friends with actually for several years, met at the beach years ago. Another person was literally through Facebook, like regular Facebook. And then a third one from Facebook dating. So I've done the hinge, the Facebook dating, the different things. So I'm definitely not against it at all. You just got to be smart about it. Mm. You know, obviously you can take precautions, especially as like as a woman, you only go places that are public. You only drive yourself. You don't let them know where you live. You, you know, you just do all those kinds of things that are necessary to keep yourself protected. And I travel alone often out of country and everywhere else. So I'm good about doing safety measures. So I'm not afraid of it. And to me, I find that going out, when I go out, I am rarely approached, even though uh -huh. everything okay. thinks uh -huh. I'm approached all the time. Okay. We're going to get to that, Miss Dee. <laughs> <laughs> Sexy 60s, how do you guys meet people? Well, honestly, I've not been in the dating scene for a little while and living in Denver. At that time, I was really serving in the church and about my father's business. And so I wasn't into the, going out to the club or any of that. But basically, in most churches, it's predominantly all women and very few men. And even in Denver, it was a shortage of men. For me, trying to meet different brothers and date a different bunch of different brothers, I've never been that type of lady to do that. If I'm out and about and I meet someone and we can strike a conversation, I tend to really look for a friend first. And then if it goes further, then that's cool. 
Now, I've tried online dating a few years back out of boredom. So I was like, hey, let me check out Black People Meet. So when I would get on there, what was interesting to me about the online dating is it helped me to understand how men thought. And so for that reason, I enjoyed getting on Black People Meet. But I would rather meet someone in person. You have too many people playing games, online dating. And I just don't have the time to waste trying to figure you out. Okay. Stephen, you tell us how you meet people, and then I'll ask my question, my next question. Okay, well, thank you for asking. Here's the thing. <laughs> I prefer online dating because if I look at a, a lady's profile and I see that grocery list of what they don't want and what I done been through and what you bet not have and on and on and on, then I'm like, okay, flip that one. Flip that to the left. <laughs> Then I'll go to the next. Now, if you're an attractive lady, of course, that's going to get your attention. You know what I mean? But then when you start reading down about what's your favorite time of day? Well, midnight. Why? Because I just don't like to be seen. I flipped that one, too. So it kind of helps us to decide who we really want to go further with. Went out with ladies online and actually were, you know, a good date. I think the biggest thing, which we'll probably get into later, is I find that sometimes some of the women on there don't really know what they want. They tell you what they don't want but they don't know what they do want. Mm-hmm. But I do prefer online. So yeah, definitely online. Okay, so there's a, a variety of color on this podcast. So I guess the next logical question would be, is everybody open to dating outside of your race? And when I say outside of your race, I don't necessarily mean black people dating white people, white people dating black people. I mean, there's some cute, Asian people, some cute Hispanic people. Is everybody open or maybe you're opposed to dating outside of your cultural boundaries? And this is just an open question for anybody. I'll say this. My preference is my own people. However, I am open to dating outside. For me, it's about how you treat me. And color doesn't determine how you treat someone, you know, at the end of the day. Again, my preference would be my my own, you know, people of color. However, I'm always open-minded. I mean, I agree with Nicole. My biggest thing is that what I have found often is it's going to boil down to your beliefs and how you like to live your life and different cultures do it in a different way. And I think that deters me more from that different culture or something else than anything else. It's not the color of their skin or anything like that. It's more about how their life is and does it match up to how mine is? And would I be comfortable in that environment? Would that suit me or not? That ends up being more of a deterrent for me than anything else. Okay. Anybody else? I'm also open to other cultures and races just coming back because I want to know the person, like what makes you tick? What makes me tick? Are we going to be explosive tempers? Are we going to get along? So I'm more, way more focused on personality traits, drive, intelligence, all those sort of things. I prefer chocolate, uh, but but I'm open to vanilla and caramel. And And (laughs) I have dated outside my race, but for me, when you date outside your race, all cultures bring something unique to the table. You know, I just prefer whoever you are just to have some soul about you and be able to dance a little bit. Watch out. Man, 
I would say similarly, I've dated outside my race a lot. One of the things I've found is that there are differences in any combo of families, right? But I think when you're dating outside of your race, there's a lot of differences in the extended family and stuff. And I think you do have to be really curious and excited about that part for it to work for the long term rather than one person trying to just sort of pretend that there isn't like a an adventure to have there right and a, a, a diff, new things to learn about the world and to be curious about so i do think that that tends to when i've dated outside my race be really important is to be curious about the life and culture of the other person mm, i think it's important to be able to have a variety i think it's good to date outside your race i have because i really don't want to miss out on who's for me you know and i don't want it to be just the fact that okay you may be whatever your race is but for me are we compatible are we able to get along with each other what do you bring to the table versus what i've already seen in life so i think it's good to be open and i really i think it's a good thing absolutely i agree with steve i think that's been my experience i mean earlier probably through my 30s i probably hadn't really dated outside of my race but during my 30s, I got to do a lot more travel and I saw a lot more of the world and I began to realize that this thing is more about who I'm going to be compatible with versus if they're white, black, Asian, Hispanic, you know, whatever, African, Jamaican. I mean, I've dated women that everybody that is brown is not African-American, don't have an African-American experience. This is a different culture. So I believe that Probably what I've come up against more so, as opposed to race, is probably age. But that's a little bit different issue. But I have a wheelhouse of ages that I feel more comfortable in as opposed to race. Okay. So now that we've heard how everybody meets people, and this is from a modern perspective. I'm trying to be within the last two years or so. What kind of places, what is the dating experience like? Where do you go? Do we go out for ice cream? Do we take walks? Do we go bowling, movies, Red Lobster? What do people do these days to, to actually go dating? We'll start with Dirty Thirties. Okay, I actually have a segue into this question really, especially off the question of what activity do people do nowadays? What do you like? Now, whenever I meet somebody, if it's the first time I've ever met them or I don't know them well, I personally don't want to go out for drinks and I don't want to go out to dinner because then you kind of reach that end of the meal and there's that back and forth of like, no, let me pay. No, let me pay. Let me split it. So I think for me personally, if I'm meeting somebody for the first time and I've never met this person before or I don't know them very well, I prefer just going out for coffee. Like I definitely side with Lita really hardcore on this with I want to meet somebody in real life and I'm looking for a friend first. All red lobster all the time. That's my rule. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sort of game for anything. So I think there's something to sitting down and just having the space to talk like at coffee or at dinner. And then I think there's also something to like, one of the things I'm most attracted to is a participator. And so I think an activity like going stand up paddle boarding or on a hike or whatever is great. I think there's a different level of trust there. That's, you know, if you're going on a hike together, there's a different like risk. So I think depending on how much, you know, the person have connected with them, that's like a better idea or a, a worse idea. So I think in that case, it's sort of just like spend some time talking and getting to know each other and how you think about the world. Okay. 
2.0, team 2.0. What kind of days do you guys have? For me, I take a little bit of a different approach. So I'm game for just about anything other than something mediocre like Red Lobster. Please don't, like, especially on his first date. Like, I don't mind, like, later on down the road, but first date, please don't. Just don't. Like, I'm a seafood lover. Like, I grew up near Florida. Like, just don't. But for me, this is a weird approach, but I prefer that the guy, like, add me on my socials, like, snoop my profile. Try to explore who I am. I'll tell anybody if you're going to date me first two to three dates, like I'm not telling you anything. I want to know that you did your due diligence. You did your homework. Like you're able to pick out something that, you know, you're chivalrous to me. Like I pay attention to those types of things. That's very important to me. I like, I don't care if it's coffee or, but as long as you're genuine about it, it's something that you really enjoy doing. We're not going Dutch. Like I'm very upfront and clear about that. Like I can pay for it, but don't look at me for the bill because that's the end of it. That'll be our last day. No, seriously. Like, that says a a lot about a guy. It really does. I know most people probably think that's a little harsh, but that's my approach. Like I said, I prefer that the guy kind of dictates, like, the first few dates of, like, what it is that we're doing and, like, snoop my profile a little bit, figure out who I am, like, you know, have fun. And I don't care what it is. Okay, well. I like cheese biscuits, so we do. Oh, <laughs> same here. I absolutely love them, but that can't be our first date because, like, I know. I, I, I equate it to the McDonald's or seafood. I'll go. Don't get me wrong. This can't be. I know. Terrence, <laughs> what about you? Would you take Nicole to Red Lobster? I don't know about the first date. So like she said, I would snoop your page. I'll get some information about you, figure out who you are for real. But that can only take you so far because people be lying on their social media. So there's a mask representative that's on the social media. So that's when the going out to eat or to Ryan's point, going out to something that's active and engaging so that you can get to know the person. It builds, like you say, a level of trust, but it also forces you to take a wall down so that we can get to know each other and we don't have to have that awkward dinner conversation where how your day was, well, what do you do? The basic conversation questions that we all get tired of hearing on a regular basis where you can ask in-depth conversation because something that you're doing will constantly spark a different conversation about where you are in life, what it is that you're doing, or just activity in general. So going out, being active is my biggest one. So we can get to know each other a little bit better than the basic dating questions. Okay, so since you both mentioned stalking social media, let me flip to the 40 to 49-year-olds. Do you guys do that? Do we all do that? Or is this age-specific? As far as stalking folks on social media, because I ain't gonna lie, I used to do it, probably would do it if I was single still, but is that an age thing or Mr. Perry? I think social media is a good tool. Like, I don't do the deep dive stalking really all like that. I mean, I may kind of look at a couple posts, maybe a couple pictures to verify that things look high, you know, I don't wanna be catfished. I think everybody's kind (laughs) of. gone through that as far as then you know the actual date itself is kind of going back to that last question it's like i don't think there's any wrong place to meet for like your first couple of dates the biggest thing is to be someplace where you can communicate because it's two things that i'm looking for in the first couple of dates is what kind of communication do we have and what kind of chemistry do we have and you can't determine chemistry over online i mean you can talk you know you can get to know somebody but at some point, we got to meet, preferably, you know, I've done coffee, I've done 
bars, I've done dinner, whatever the medium is. That, that's not it. The question is, can we talk? Do we vibe communication-wise? And is there any chemistry? Okay. And as far as your question, Joy, about stalking people's pages or digging deep, I can say that if I've met someone, I have went to their Facebook page and I have gone through their pictures and things like that in the past. And a lot of times I've noticed that you will find a lot of guys, they'll have pictures on a cruise ship, just them. They'll have pictures at the beach, just them. And someone's taking all of these pictures of just them. And in my mind, I'm looking, I'm thinking like, Who's in the background taking these pictures, but they only post them. Hello, them. somebody. <laughs> they only posting these pictures of them. But then when you really find out and I, this happened to me and that's how I know, you know, I was checking them out, you know, and everything come to find out he had a woman. So the woman was taking all these pictures of him. But when he posted these pictures, it was just a never posted any pictures of any woman any significant other or anything it was all him but yet he had a woman so i have checked out because my thing is if you posting pictures even if it was an ex that's more believable to me if you had a picture on there you just didn't take it down it was an ex it was a previous relationship or whatever the case might be yeah i've, I've looked at pages i go through the pictures and yell yeah, one to see you know if they're attractive but sometimes i'm kind of getting out of that whole look thing because <laughs> you know that got me in trouble as well you know some of the finest men are the low down dirtiest ones you know what i'm saying <laughs> so okay so dd and gary well i mean yeah the stalking i personally i don't like to even give my facebook or direct them to my facebook until we bypassed a couple dates. I just try to avoid it. It's like, you don't need to know that much about me yet <laughs> until we actually meet. Because most of the time, if you are dating from online, you haven't even met the person yet. And going back to, I think it was Michael that said this, you want to meet in person. You want to even see if there's chemistry. You could sit down with someone and talk and you could talk easily and everything's good, but there's really no attraction or chemistry there. You're not going to keep it going. That's going to be it. But I probably do a bar for a drink, maybe meet, like if you were to meet at a downtown area so you could sit and talk. I wouldn't do anything very extensive. Definitely not a restaurant. And Gary, you? I don't stalk people on Facebook. You know, I look. I don't like to get in people's lives. I, you know, I just like to, you know, see, make sure who they are. Typically, um, when I've especially with the pandemic is I've been trying to meet people do something outside outdoors, you know, whether it's a coffee shop that has or Starbucks that has seating outside or just meet somewhere and just talk and go for a walk. I've been doing it. Just really low threat. Cause once again, um, you just want to talk to that person. Sometimes you go to restaurants too loud to talk or whatever. And then me personally, I found women, some women, just want a meal. So I tend to want the first date, just talk. And then at second date, we can go anywhere we want. Okay. Sexy sixties. You know, while I, I hear some of you saying, you know, chemistry is important, which it is. But for me, communication 
is key. And you don't necessarily even have to go out on a date. You can start communicating on the phone just to get a gist of who you're talking to and dealing with. I feel not for everyone, but for most people, whether you meet online or in person, we were always told first impressions are the best impression. That is not true because most people come with a mask on and guarded until impatience is a weapon that forces deception to reveal itself. So we're going to be on our best behavior and make you think I'm all that in a bag of chips. And then six months later, when you really start pulling down the walls, if you have them, then you get to really see who you really talking to and getting to know. So I think it takes time. Social media, oftentimes you have male and female. They'll put a picture on there from when they was 20, but they're actually 50. <laughs> but to me, I think communication is key, whether you go somewhere or not. Just really just having, you know, down heart, honest conversations about who you are and what you want in life and where you want to go in life and having fun at the end of the day. Okay. Oh, so definitely social media. I'm looking at your page. I'm sorry. I'm going in there. I'm going on Facebook. I want to see how many kids you got for real, not what you told me. I want to see. I go vacation all the time, but yet you're just going to the Flint River. You ain't really been, you just saying what you're doing. You ain't doing what you're saying. So I think the social media is important. Uh, you know, I want to look at the pictures. Like she said, am I seeing your picture when you was 20 and you 60 now? Or am I seeing them grade 60 pictures, which is okay too. But I want to see either or. As far as the date, definitely not the restaurant, not the club, not the bar, because I can't hear you. You know, we talk to each other, right. and I'm trying to get into knowing who you are, and, and you whispering, trying to be sexy too, but I still can't hear you. <laughs> so we need to go somewhere where we're going to talk up. I prefer going to somewhere like in Atlanta, Avalon. Avalon is nice. It's outside. It's got the shops out there. It's got the park. You can sit and talk. You know, we can walk so I can see what your endurance is. You're going to make it to the end of the block for your ache. We can sit down on the bench. We can talk and, you know, have a good time. And, and then I get a chance to get to know you. And then, you know, we might get a bite to eat after that. But definitely I want to go somewhere where we can communicate and hear each other. And I'm checking out your Facebook. I'm checking you out. Okay. Absolutely. So on these dates, does it matter who initiates it? Women? Are you averse to asking a guy out on a date? And men, do you prefer that? Or is chivalry think, is that still alive? <laughs> I don't think Nicole is asking nobody out. <laughs> I, I will. I'm not opposed. But <laughs> real, the, the guy asks me first. I do. That is yeah. definitely my preference. <laughs> so, so you can ask him on the fourth date. I'm, Something like that. Good, but I'm not going to initially, not likely anyways. I want the man to initiate it, but I'd be certainly more open to it after the first or second date to be the one to initiate and make a plan. I'm going to make a suggestion. I'm not going to really answer the question, but I'm going to make a suggestion or throw this out there. I think women would be surprised how many yeses they would get if they asked the guy out. I know the traditional thing is always, you know, the guy ask a woman out, but we've all been to the club or to a party or a dance or something, and the guy's got to figure out, okay, which girl's going to ask out, yada, 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 and the girls wait for the guys to come up and ask them to dance. And I'd be like, look, guys are far more inclined to say yeah than they are no. 
and y'all's success rate would be way higher than ours is on that type of thing. So I just would encourage you maybe to think about it. And if you see somebody and you like them, let me know. I mean, or, and it don't have to be nothing. Again, we're talking about meet and greets, right? So what's wrong with asking a guy to meet you for coffee one day? If he hasn't done it, then you're at least going to find out what's what. Nine times out of ten, I promise you, nine times out of ten, he went, oh, okay. I guess I've, I've never thought about <laughs> asking a guy on a date. Now, I've asked a guy to dance. I've been in a club before and be like, would you like to dance? You know, and I've danced, you know, asked a guy to dance. But as far as going on a date, I've never even thought about asking a guy on a date. So in the club, you don't just go up and start moving all up on them? You ask for real? (laughs) I have. I mean, it's been a long time, Joy, since I've... Maybe I had a little of that courage juice in me or something, you know. <laughs> Joy, I wish you just do it. <laughs> I'm like, maybe that's what I was doing wrong. I'd be like, hey. <laughs> you know, one of the things I think I've heard a lot from men on this is I do think it's scary, right? It's like you're having to take on rejection. And so I think a lot of times men are hoping to get out of the responsibility of taking on the rejection, right? So my, my thought on this is generally be like, first of all, we're in a time where a lot's changing. And I think as men, we need to be better at handling the fact that things are changing and like take a breath. And it's hard to know when to open the door and when not to open the door or when to pay and not to pay. And just like show up, be proactive, be engaged, pay, open the door and be good at apologizing. Be fast to apologize if you misstep. And I think one of those things is be quick to ask somebody on the date and take that risk and be courageous in that way. And then when somebody is courageous back or is courageous themselves and takes the risk of asking someone on a date, also be open to that. That's my thought on it is like, we should all be sort of on offense trying to say, Hey, if there's a person I want to meet, let me go take that step. And I think as men, we need to take a breath and like be more open to that than we've historically been. And I think also, but not put down our responsibility to also be proactive. That's my thought. Okay. I think, though, it is kind of cool when a lady asks you or a woman asks you because that shows the level of confidence in you. I mean, nobody likes rejection, male or female. And if a lady comes up to you and asks you, hey, you want to meet me for coffee one day? You want to do this on? To me, you get a chance to meet them instead of their representative. Because a representative can come off when you take them out or when you ask them to go out. And then sometimes people pretend to be somebody they're not. And then you find out later on who they really are. But if they're asking you, that means this is the real me asking the real you to let's go get a cup of coffee. So that's just another perspective. But I prefer asking, but it don't bother me if they ask me. I think it's cool. But I'm just glad that you guys are actually mentioned this. I Recently, a few months ago, um, someone I was dating or whatever, that was one of the things they asked me if I, you know, initiated and, as they call it, shot my shot at guys before. And I'm like, no, I don't do that. Yeah. I mean, I have. I'm like, but it's not something they do often. They, they kind of said the same thing you all are saying. Basically, they prefer if more women did it. Basically, for like you said, for the reason of rejection, basically. So it's kind of right. cool that you guys kind of think along the same lines as that person. What I would do, though, is warn women. I was that woman that I did not allow people or men to be men because I was too determined to show them that, hey, you don't have to do anything for me. I'm going to take you out. Now, that's probably why I didn't get married to a lady in life, but I had to learn a lot of things. And I would just caution ladies, don't be that person. Allow a man to be the man 
Because I think men have really gotten comfortable in this day and age of being taken care of by a woman. And they have the mentality of like, well, what, what you going to do for me? Before they even show that they cherish and want to get to know you and treat you like you should be treated. So know your value. And if a guy can't act like he wants to show you that you are valued, you don't take him out. Let him treat you. But don't that have to do with selection criteria, though? I mean, if you kind of do your homework on a male, you know. Oh, right. That's what I said. That's, that was my kind of know the quality of individual you're talking about. And if you got a good feel for him, then I think you should, you know, then feel free to move forward because you don't know the energy you're giving off. And you could be cutting your nose to spite your face with somebody that you really like, but you was going to make them like ask me out first when y'all could have been on the third date by that time, by the time you might have got to asking you if you no, were interested I, I, and you I, thought he was a quality dude. I'm talking about initially. Yeah, I am too. That, that's what I'm talking about. Initially, so, initially, you meet somebody online, you communicate with them for a while, y'all exchange contact information. And y'all still haven't gotten to the first date, but you've decided that you want to, you would like to go on a date with them. At that point, I would say this, I think a certain quality of man is okay to do that with. You know, some people have good pickers and some people don't. <laughs> and if you got a good picker, I think you're not going to find a dude just going out with you to take advantage of the fact that you asked him. I mean, a quality dude ain't wired that way. He's going because he's interested and wants to get to know you and is glad that you asked, like that you put the effort into. He's like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, because he probably was thinking the same thing. But he, you just beat him to the punch, so that's cool. If you got a trifling dude, that's a trifling dude. I mean, right. 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 And that, that is exactly, you are absolutely right. right. I think yeah, I the picker okay. was off. <laughs> you know it was. <laughs> I was just going to add that I think if you're, as a woman, if you're being proactive about identifying things you want, like a date with a person, and if that's actually, if the guy's so fragile that that's causing him to not show up as a man, I think that's just a really good indicator that that's probably not a person worth, worth spending time with. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think for women where we have to be careful, especially when you're looking at how society views the role of a man and a woman, we have to be really careful. It's okay for us to be independent. And at the same time, you have those sets of women that feel like, I don't need a man or I got everything I need. I don't need yeah. a man. And yeah. no, to me, the male is just as vital. No, we need our men. You know what I'm saying? I feel like as women, we have to be so careful. And it's okay to be independent, but know how to humble yourself and recognize that allow the man to be the man also. No, I agree. I agree 100% because one of the biggest turnoffs you can have when you're getting to know somebody as a man is the first thing some women say is, well, you know, I really don't need a man. I'm like, well, then what do you need? Like, mm -hmm. I was created for you and you were created for me. So if you're saying you don't need me, do you think I really want to pursue you from there? Like, am, I, am I coming at you That's there? true. Not that's only that, if you're a woman and you don't need a man, then what do you need? Another woman? I mean, that's my point. <laughs> I mean, which is okay, but I mean, that's if, your thing, right? If that's your thing, <laughs> go that way. But I mean, and men don't walk around talking about, man, I don't need no, no. There are social interactions. There's just certain things that having a female companion 
I'm gonna prefer that than not. So I would never say that. I, I don't. That ain't how. Exactly. <laughs> to piggyback off of everybody else, like so, I lead like an all women's group with a church or whatever, and that's something that I teach the women in my group. It's like, be careful what you say, because if you mm-hmm. speak out, you know, the into the atmosphere that all men are dogs. That's what you're gonna get. We're not speaking hyper independence. Because at the end of the day, just because I can go do it don't mean I should. I wasn't designed by God to do the same thing that men can do. I absolutely can go change my own tire, but that don't mean I should. You know what I'm saying? I can go climb the power pole, do those things, but I'm not doing it. At the end of the day, we need men just like men need us. You know, I've heard a phrase this way, like any man can be successful, but no man is great without a woman. Like we add that policy touch, like, you know, when you've forgotten something, like, you know, we remember to pack your lunches, you know, we raise right. your kids to be a reflection of you, you know, just like you're a direct reflection of God. And we're in turn a reflection of you. The children are therefore a reflection of us. So, like I said, you know, I try to empower other women to like, we're not the trope of this hyper independent. I'm not a fan of that because at the right. end of the day, both men and women need each other, whether we want to admit to it or not. Man, the very first episode of season two just joy conversations was amazing funny entertaining full of wisdom dating for the ages part one in the books but you want to make sure you tune in next week for part two which we go even deeper into the dating experiences per each generation and a lot more laughter to boot so Make sure you tune in, and as always, don't stop believing.